Single parenting isn't easy. We understand. Most parents don't plan to go it alone, but you can still make the most of this journey for your children and yourself. In fact, if you and your family are on that journey, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Single Parent Advocate community and to our podcast. And here are your hosts, single parent founder, Stacey Poitras, broadcast journalist, single dad and friend, Daryl Moody. Thank you once again for joining us. I am Daryl Moody. This is going to be part two of our conversation with Marla Diane. She is an international success and business coach. We're going to jump right back into the conversation. <laughs> Number two, be loyal to your feelings of joy. Again, what lights you up? And that comes from your creativity. Every human being has a creative spirit, but how much you nurture it and how much you use it is going to depend on how much joy you really have in your life, right? Your creativity, everybody, is that, I think it's the left side of the brain, if I'm correct, get one of those right, is that that's part of your intuition. Feed your creative spirit, right? And the way you do that is you do equally to the logic and the responsible things and the practical things is you do fun, you do play, you do adventure, you do art, you do dance, right? You do singing, you do anything that is of the exciting exploration, imagination, right? Is give yourself, there was the permission thing again, give yourself permission, right? To have fun in life, right? Go make sure each week you're doing something that feeds your creative spirit that you love. Stacy, you love dancing, right? That was one of the things that we worked on in your coaching. Yep. Is that we made sure, right, that you did something to get out there and dance. And I think if I'm correct, also singing. Yes, absolutely. Okay. How does that feed her business? Huge. <laughs> Hello. Right? This is about you. You are running your business. You're running your career. It's not just about from the head up, everybody. It's the whole mind, body, soul. It's the, your creativity feeds, right? Your success, right? Okay. So make sure you give time to literally be loyal to the feelings of joy in your life and do things that light you up every single week. This is not about drudgery. This is not about, you know, pushing the boulder up the hill, right? Please do that um, and follow, as I said, your intuition and listen to your instincts. Ladies, this is one of the, probably the biggest challenges all my clients have is that they haven't built their intuitive muscle and they don't follow their instincts. And what happens? Oh my God, I should have listened to my intuition. Why did I go that route? Because the result is going to be different when you listen to your intuition first, right? And that is built around, right? The result of joy, okay? Number three, this is a good one. Number three of the six steps to enlighten reinvention is, okay, stop pushing and start allowing. Stop pushing and start allowing. And what that means is operate through inspired action, not massive action. 
Now, I'm not saying don't get things done. You can get the same result, if not better, through inspired action, which is self-care along the way to the goal, which is listening to your intuition on along the way to the goal. It's not about from the head up, massive action, Tony Robbins, let's get going, get it done, and then take care of you after that. Please don't do that. And look, I love Tony. I brought my son up on Tony Robbins. Right. I believe in him. I believe in what he does, but I don't believe in that constant massive action because most women, what happens is we get burned out. Our hearts shut down. Our spirit shuts down when we live too often in our massive, excuse me, in our masculine energy, which is the massive action. Right. I talk about and I taught this to Stacey. It's a masterful blend of both the masculine energy, the massive action, and the inspired action, and the intuition, and the creativity. Masterful blend, right, of both. Because we have been trained, no fault of anyone's, we've been trained to constantly operate in the masculine, the structures, the systems, the practicality, the function, get it done, get the goals. The problem is it's not balanced. And that's why we had to burn out, which is exactly what happened to me in one of my reinventions. Okay, so stop pushing and start allowing. And here's the key to this is manifesting. And this is what we're talking about. You manifesting right through intuition, through your relationship with your higher power, with universal law, right? Is you're looking at manifesting, but manifesting isn't about getting. It's about allowing. It's about allowing, right, by you letting go of control of what you think it's supposed to be and become, if you will, a magnet for your desire. Because when we operate out of allowing instead of control, we literally are in, if you will, a higher vibration. And when we're in a higher vibration of faith, trust, gratitude, appreciation, right, vision, creativity, when we're in that higher vibration more often, that's what attracts to us, the people, the opportunities, the money. I can't tell you how many times, everybody, that Cece created money out of nowhere, out of left field in the six months that we were coaching and more specifically, her very first session, the next day, do you remember that? The very next day, she attracted two different sources of money for her business that was stalled for months. And that's it was really interesting, you know, now that you bring that up, Marla, you know, just kind of, you know, to talk about how when you taught me to be more open to not just um, this one lane I needed to be in. It was the lane I was comfortable with and, the, and um, I, it was what I knew to do. But then when I, I let go and let God, if you will, in, my, in the way that I speak things, I was able to have much more easier conversations and be much more open and authentic with those that were in my world and it was it quit being like trying to fit uh, a round peg on a square hole. I'm like, well, why does the hole have to be square? All of a sudden, in my head, I just opened it up uh, in my heart and in my head, like you're saying. And 
over time, I found my way and my business has grown and I'm so grateful for that. In fact, the outreach with Single Parent Advocate has even grown. And look at, we have Daryl here now, you know, and all of these things have happened. Um, and it was because I didn't necessarily just reframe how I saw working or how I saw giving, but I began to let go of the how and embrace who I am, how I am, which is, you know, a very creative person. And I've been able to really thrive in that, you know, and I'm so grateful for you, you know, yeah. on that, on that level, you know, it just, I got, I got unstuck and I got, I had the guy was just maybe like you said, I don't know which side of the brain I was on. Maybe I was right in the middle, but you know, <laughs> it was amazing to see how, you know, you don't know what you don't know, especially when we're going through a transition. I know I had a tendency to shut down and I need to be doing these tasks because these are the tasks I know how to do. And when I backed off and I'm like, okay, it's not about what I know how to do. It's about where opportunity is, where energy is, how I approach it. And am I authentically doing that? Or am I just sticking to what I know? Yeah. And that was awesome. You're amazing. Yeah, well, I'm super proud of you. I mean, you applied it all. And that's what really matters. You know, coaching everybody is is it's a partnership, right? It's It's me giving or a coach giving you, you know, proven strategies that work. But, you know, it's like you got to go to the gym and do the push-ups. I can tell you how to do it, but you got to do it. And you did it, Stacey. I mean, you did it in a lot of ways. You know, and let me, you know, speak to what you were mentioning. And that is, you know, like any other client, Stacey had to heal. She had to heal some habits and behaviors and mindset and transform those, which is the beginning of transformation, right? is healing it, transforming, getting out of your patterns, getting out of what you think the way things are supposed to be, like you were talking about. And opening up and realizing, first of all, when we identify, and I know you wanted me to speak to this, um, is that when you identify what are your genius talents, what are your genius talents, meaning what comes most natural to you, what brings you the most joy, how you're going to make your most money? In other words, that's what that genius talent, there's more than one, there's several, is that when you identify your genius talents, that is the literally GPS to your success, your happiness, and your joy, and your money. Agreed, Stacey? Oh, totally Agreed. And I have so much fun. I I really do, and um, I I can't I can't express it enough. It was the how. I still am a digital marketing specialist. I still help medical practices and and other businesses with their online and uh, video needs. Yeah. However, how I go about it just becoming open to a different business structure or a different way that included taking care of myself along the way makes me uh, think out of the box and be more present for everyone, you know, that, uh, you know, that I serve. Yeah. Yeah. Daryl, I'm curious, just out of the, you know, creativity of your thoughts, what do you 
What would you identify as a genius talent of yours? Well, I don't know. I, I feel like I might be camped out on the left side of my brain because all of this feels really abstract. And, you know, to try and relate it to our listeners, you know, when you're a single parent and you're thinking about the electric bill and you're thinking about the mortgage payment or your rent, or you're thinking about, you know, you're thinking about making ends meet. How do you bridge the gap between the, the philosophical things that you're saying and, and actually earning a living? That's about a three-month coaching program. It's not in a 45-minute podcast. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> in other words, you know, what you're asking for is the logic and the practical. What are the steps? Well, how many times, let me give you this. How many times a day are you saying positive affirmations and writing them in a journal or saying them out loud so that you are reprogramming your brain? Well, I know I'm good enough, smart enough, and doggone it, people do like me. That's so. not what I asked. It's not what I asked. You asked me for something practical, and how do you actually, you know, make this work in your life? One of them is, believe it or not, do not, do not um, underestimate the power of affirmations. If you're not feeding your brain anybody, not just sterile, if you're not feeding your brain with as if it's already complete, as if you can handle it, as if you already have that job that you want, Daryl, if you are not doing that, this is all, f that's a practical action to take. And I have plenty of those. And I will have in the handouts that we're going to talk about that you can download at my site. So I hear you. But in order to change somebody's habits and behaviors and mindset to get the results that they want, that's about a three-month program. It's not a 45-minute podcast, right? So well, my how quickly can we align my chakra today? So I'm going to ask you again, what is one of your genius talents that you can monetize in a new job? Well, as a reporter, I mean, you, you know, you have to be tenacious. You have to, you have to, you know, get to the person that you're trying to get to, to interview for a story. You have to find the facts of the story. That's right. uh, and and I, I believe in, in my job search, I think that equates to many different fields. So uh, I don't know if I would call that a genius quality, but I like to cut to the chase. So, okay. So hold on. Let's, let's work through this for a minute. So tenacity is something that you have done your whole life. Absolutely. Have you gotten good results from it? it? Depending, you know, depending on where it's applied, sure. I mean, for the, for the most part, on average, would you say that your tenacity and your skill at tenacity has created, for the most part, good results for you? Sure. Okay. Do you enjoy doing it? Of course. Then it's a genius. Life is, life is about the pursuit, right? Well, answer my question. Do you enjoy being tenacious? Yes. Do you like it? Does it bring you joy? Yes. Fabulous. Congratulations. You've identified one of many genius talents. When you're able to use that along with there's plenty more, that's what goes on in coaching. That's what I helped identify Stacy and all my other clients is that when you identify your genius talents, that's where you go. That's what you're getting paid for. That's how you lead a life of joy rather than doing skill sets that bore, bore you. Or maybe, or maybe there are two, you know, you, you can be um, average at them, 
but not really at your apex where you're really thriving and uh, easily delivering. Right. Right. And that's called, if you remember, Stacey, that's called the excellent zone. There's zones of competence. And this is what I coach. And the zones of competence start at incompetence, competence, excellence, and genius. Most of us live in the excellent zone. Nothing wrong with it. But I'll tell you, we get bored. It's what we do all the time. It's typically what we're paid for. It's what we're known for. It's what we've been trained to do. But you know what? If you really said, you know, told yourself honestly, am I really excited about what I'm doing? Most of the time in your excellent zone, you're not. The genius zone, the leap to the genius zone is only doing in your career, in your business, and hiring and delegating the rest is that when you're doing those various genius talents that light you up, that you know you love, now you have results and now you have a career or a business that is sustainable and you're enjoying life. Does that give you some real hard facts? Well, it just, it, it, you know, it kind of sounds to me like I've got quite a bit of self-exploration that I need to do. We all do, Daryl. We all do. Nobody knows everything. I never go without a coach, ever. In the 13 years I've been coaching, I always go, I always have a coach for several years. I don't change coaches. And when I feel that I'm ready then for the next level, I'll go to that next level coach. I'm never without a coach to teach me how to be better, more humble, more effective, more spiritual, more loving, and make a heck of a lot more money. You don't know everything. Nobody does. Agreed? Of course. Okay. All right. So let me let me go back to number four. So number four of an enlightened reinvention is I have a, a meditation that's called success is an inside job. So the practical of that is meditation, right? Meditation is important in your success in how you create results, right? I know you all have a different form of meditation. Some do it in prayer. Some do it in actual meditation. But mine is called success is an inside job. And it's basically the premise of this is, is this, is to recommit every time you get disconnected from your higher power. Every one of us, we have humanness and we have our spiritual life. And if we're operating out of our spiritual, as in, remember, we're not alone here but we're gonna get disconnected from it and we're gonna be living from our head up. And all you gotta do everybody, and this is what the meditation helps you with, is just recommit. Just recommit. How fast can you shift back and just recommit? It's a series of recommitting throughout your life, right? And here's the last part of this meditation purpose. This is a big one, it's a mindset. And that is this is that in order to truly live your best life and attract good abundance, you name it, is we must accept that good things can come easily. It that was not, a hard one for me. It's, that it's was a hard, hard one, Miss Marla. Why is it hard for you to think that way? 
Well, it just, I thought, okay, you know, hard work brings good things. You know, it was really hard for me to, I'm saying the word hard again, you know, but it was like to turn that corner that I could be at ease and still generate results, you know, in my career or in my, my life, you know, um, it's a belief system. Yes, very much so. I really, I really worked belief. hard on that. As, as weird as it sounds, I worked hard to be at ease, but it, it was a shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and even today, how that lo- shows up in my life, if I have a, you know, a thing in my uh, day that changes, you yeah. know, and I, I just take a deep breath and I accept it and I go, okay, that was supposed to happen. That was supposed to happen. I accept it and I move with that until it's resolved and or, you know, at least to a stopping point and then go on to the next thing. But having that ease, even though I'm navigating a life of change or things that change as an entrepreneur, because that's a new water for me, I've been able to, you know, not show up with my shoulders tied down and and be Mm -hmm. all tense and um and and not have as much fear because i think part of not being able to be at ease for me after work working with you was i had a lot of fear to let go of in navigating this change and as i was reinventing that slowly started to fade away as i started kind to implement what you have have put in front of me anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I call myself a practical, you know, metaphysician. This is not about Pollyanna stuff. This is not about, Oh God, things come easily. You know, you got to work at it. However, when you partner with your higher power, you partner with spirit, you partner with source, whatever you call it, you are not alone on this planet. And it is meant for you to have an easy, easier life because your belief system attracts the struggle. Everybody, success is 80% mindset and 20% mechanics. I don't care how you want to unpack that. But if your mindset is set at struggle, which is what yours was, Stacey, it's what mine was set at as a single parent until I knocked myself out of it. Because I worked on my mindset, right? One of the main, main things, if you want one thing from my single parenting, it was, I was, I was relentless with working on my mindset. That is going to dictate your life so much. Do not underestimate mindset, right? So your thing about I had to work on how things can come easily. That's a mindset. That's a belief system, right? And so as a result of that, because we live in an energetic universe, when we think and feel, oh, okay, this can be a lot easier than I'm making it. Guess what happens? The more you say that, the more you live in that energy, the easier things start to be and they become less of a struggle. Agreed? Agreed. Okay. All right, beautiful. Number five, we're almost done. Number five, there's a big one, and I'm touching the tippy tip of the iceberg here. And I know you're gonna laugh, Stacy. Money 
is a blessing. It's innocent of all the judgments you place on it. Okay. Can you say that again? Yeah, I knew that was going to catch him. So money is a blessing. It's innocent of all the judgments and the fear and the worry and the shame and the guilt that you put on money. Money has nothing to do with that. It's all up here. Money is innocent of the judgment that society and us have put on money. Money is literally, here are the four things money are. Money is a blessing. Just like everything else in the universe, it's made of energy. This is quantum physics, everyone. Money is an energy first and it vibrates high because it's a blessing in your life. It's also a tool for goods and services and it's a tool to fund your dreams and desires. That's it, that's all money is. If you believe anything else of what money is, you're, you're going up a hill and you're gonna struggle the rest of your life. And here's what happens is that our, our habits and our behaviors and our mindset around money, no fault of anybody's, it was adopted by your childhood. It was adopted by your parents and your parents didn't know any better either. Is that I call that money legacy. I'm here to change the money legacy of you as a parent to change your habits, your behaviors, and your mindset around money. Instead of it being a struggle, instead of it being shameful, instead of it being guilt, instead of it being fill in the blank, worry and fear, it's abundant. We live in an abundant universe, everybody. It's out there and the resources are there for you, right? It's abundant. Money is not lack. Our mindset is lack. Our resources are lack, right? So your relationship with money is, is the most profound relationship you'll have in your life besides yourself, your significant other, if you have one, and your higher power. And what I mean by relationship with money, I mean your habits, your behaviors, and your mindset around money. Do you avoid looking at your bank statements? Do you avoid paying bills on time? Do you avoid having money conversations with friends and clients and spouse? Do you, well, you're not a spouse because you're single. Did you when you were married? Do you have empowering conversations about money? Do you own your worth? Do you own your value? Or do you hesitate? I hesitated before I changed my relationship with money. As a single parent, I did not get at all my worth or my value. And when I got coached to not only change my relationship with money to then help my clients do it and get certified to do that, it changed the entire game of life for myself and my clients. There's not one client in 11 years that has not changed their life in all ways because they changed their relationship with money. Right, Stacey? Yeah, you know, I have to say that's true. Uh, one of my favorite things through your coaching program, Marla, related to uh, what I called clearing the decks. And um, I'm still clearing decks, honestly, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. clearing the decks uh, 
for me in our, in <coughs> our sessions involved uh, kind of what you just alluded to, just like, okay, let's start one bank account at a time, one bill at a time, one organizational thing at a time. And because I became an entrepreneur, it involved creating QuickBooks, linking all my checking accounts, understanding what a P&L is, understanding chart of accounts yeah. and how to yeah. label all this. So there are so many different moving parts to just that one piece of our uh, coaching, the clearing of the decks, you know, if you will. Well, that helped me put a higher priority on, uh, you know, how I managed and how I leaned in to uh, managing my money. You know, it even went to how do I arrange my desk? Are my closets cleaned out? Am I in a good environment? You know, and, and, and is this a place where I can not only prosper, but create yeah. prosperity? That's right. Yeah, when you change your relationship with money from fear and worry and doubt and lack and all of those negativities, and you move it into taking action, faith, trust, and this is huge, everyone. It's trusting the money will be there, even when it's not physically. It's you having the trust and the faith that that which you believe will manifest it will form it will form itself and show up as a new job opportunity it will show up as geez out of left field somebody just paid you something that they had forgotten to pay you a year ago um, it's a fill in the blank because everything is made of energy and when we walk around with fear and worry and lack and doubt around money guess what here's money that vibrates high and has a blessing for you in your life. And here we are, fear, worry, doubt, lack. You're not even connected to money. And that's what we do. We recalibrate you so that your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and you're building a relationship with your numbers. Just like what you're explaining. Almost every one of my women, bless their hearts, I was the same way. Can't coach this unless I went through it is that they weren't in connection with their numbers because they were afraid to look at them. All right, we can go on in forever on this, but money, <clears throat> it's a three-month coaching program. Um, money is a blessing and it's innocent of all those judgments. Your money relationship is crucial. Lastly is make gratitude your superpower. Live by gratitude, everybody. Get your journals out. Every morning, your laptop, I don't care what writing utensil you use, but begin your intentional day with gratitude for things that are already in your life and things that I call are unseen. You're grateful for it, the new brand new public service job. Remember the name of that, Daryl, but <clears throat> I'm so grateful for that amazing job that I had envisioned and I've got the right boss and I have the right salary and I'm so grateful I can pay my bills and take care of my kids. You start that every day in your journal, on your laptop, reading it, speaking it out loud in gratitude before it shows up, it will show up. That's called faith. Having faith, everybody, instead of the fear and the worry and the doubt. 
Gratitude vibrates. Gratitude and love are the highest vibrations you can live in. You want to attract to you the good. And gratitude is a multiplier of good. The more you, you are grateful, the more you see more things to be grateful for. So that's the six proven <clears throat> steps to an enlightened reinvention. You do those and I can guarantee your life will change for the good. Well, let's get that website, Marla. Where's right. the, uh, where, okay. where can folks connect with your coaching philosophies? So here's what I have for y'all is I have, I have two of three that I think are appropriate for you. Two of three excellent handouts, free downloads. <clears throat> You're going to go to Marla Diane, that's D-I-A-N-N.com forward slash free. You'll see it in the show notes. <clears throat> One handout is called Path to Higher Earning Power. And it's my guide to five practical steps to get you started on the path of higher earning power. Some of what I talked about today already. And I'm giving you some practical steps. So that's one handout. The other one is my top success book recommendations. Remember I said about feeding your mindset, right? The best way for you to put things into action is feed your brain every day with books, uh, different types of success. I have these top books have changed my life and my clients. So if you go to marladiane.com forward slash free, there are free handouts there, go grab them. How about social media, Marla? Can we find you on social media? Absolutely, thank you for asking. Um, I'm on Instagram most of the time. It's my happy place. I love Instagram. It's Marla underscore Diane. That's it. Facebook, um, I have Marla Diane Dennis. That's my personal. And then I have Marla Diane uh, Mentor to Creatives is my business page. I'm on LinkedIn under Marla Dennis. What else? I think those are the three. I'm on Twitter too, but I don't spend much time there. Awesome. Well, good stuff. We hope you folks are able to connect with Marla and, and learn some of the lessons that she's got there for you. Uh, Stacy, anything else to close the show today? I just want to tell everybody, thanks a bunch for being a part of our community. I'm very honored to introduce you to Marla. And uh, Daryl, thanks for hanging in with the girl talk. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I, 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 I'll admit I'm camped out on the left side of my brain. I still think of money as a commodity, but maybe, maybe I'll sign up for the three-month coaching session. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll get with it. <laughs> well, you're awesome. No matter where, wh what side you're on, I, I think you're <laughs> awesome and you're doing a great job. And I know you're going to get into the right direction and we believe in you. Well, yeah. I, you know, to, to Marla's point, I think self-confidence and, and positivity are obviously very important in all aspects of life. And I think gratitude goes along with that. So, you know, I, I'm not worried. We'll be fine. I, you know, I just want to, you know, as Marla said, I want to find the right opportunity for me. I want to find where I belong. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, I felt like I haven't worked for the last 15 years and I don't really want to start working now. So hopefully I can find that type of situation. But, you know, we'll bring you guys uh, the very latest week to week. You'll follow my journey as I transition into a new phase of life and career. But uh, that's all we got for you this week. Thank you for joining us again. Social or uh, singleparentadvocate.org and uh, follow us on social media. Thank you, folks. See you next time.